0: When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands. And Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L Y F E L I N ez.com to find out more now without further ado here is today's episode i'm at netley hall today and uh, as promised we're going to be um we're going to be finding out about the uh, the amazing things that's been going on in the kitchen between with, with chris burt and uh, liam tinsley um, but right now i'm sat with chris burt and i'm the owner um how how um what was your name again sorry Uh, Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Sorry about that. Let me do that again. I don't know what happened, but I think it's the heat. That's Hi guys, and welcome to the shoot. I'm going to keep that bit in, actually. I'm just going to carry on going. Uh, (laughs) We're at Netley Hall today. Uh, We spoke to Liam Tinsley a while ago about um, coming in and finding out about everything that's been going on, the amazing things that's been going on in the kitchen here at Netley Hall. And today I'm sat with with Harry who's the owner and and Chris Burt. How are you both? You good? Yeah, good. good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. I was going to say this is the first time. Let me get that mic right in front of your face. Amen. You, there you go. Um, usually, I'm shoving a big furry microphone in your face at a food festival, aren't I? Every time. Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> well, you're always really accommodating towards me, though. You're never like, oh, get that biscuit guy out of here. You're always like, oh, it's Alex. Publicity is publicity, Alex. Uh, you know, even if it's you... biscuit publicity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, turning up to this place today, it was really amazing because, first of all, I've been here before and I didn't even realize I'd been here before because I came in through. The, the front house the last time I came to a wedding we came on the back it was just this place is that is that big that is there's so many different aspects to the property but when I first moved up, come up to the front of the building I, I, the fact that I wasn't greeted by Liam Neeson Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> and Owen Wilson <laughs> um, if you know your movie you came on the wrong day yeah.
1: <laughs> we're working on it we're working
0: on it. <laughs> yes. Um yes how, how difficult is it to run something this big to keep everything going
1: it's uh, we keep busy we keep busy i'm sure you it's, do it's, it's, we've got a good there's a good team good group of people here uh, everyone's you know committed to the task amazing and, and has this always been
0: predominantly sort of a wedding venue or has there's been lots of other things going on as well yeah
1: uh, for the last sort of 15 10 years it's been building into a wedding venue it's only in the last five years that it's become a full-time business um, and you know weddings I say we opened the restaurant and hotel on the twentieth of March, twenty twenty. The same, the same day, Boris and in his infinite wisdom told us we were all to spend the next few weeks at home while the uh, while we the, the storm blew over and it'll all be okay. Yeah, um, and then two of years later, it, it, it wasn't. Um, yeah, no, so, uh, no. It, here we are, and it's been a tumultuous journey, but uh, yeah, we we found our feet. We're in the, we're in the right place. Yes, yeah. yeah, say with Chris, Liam, the team, it's it's heading in the right direction now. I I
0: launched a podcast in April 2020. It was this amazing idea of br- building a bridge across the Atlantic and speaking to people from America because of the, the little subtle differences in our language and stuff. That was a podcast and I felt the stress. Mm. This is a huge place with lots of potential and you had to do a ready, steady stop. That must have been horrendous for you.
1: It was... I think, like everyone, it took us by surprise. We'd spent the previous three or four months uh, bringing bring the team together, uh, training, preparing, getting everything ready to go, and then quite literally on our opening night, we we, we found out it was our closing night, uh, as it were, for at least a period of time. Um, so, but you know, we, we developed over the lockdown process and you know, did, did, did delivery services and various various other bits. More to keep the team occupied and busy for yeah. the process. Yeah, um, and I think the so key word is you adapted. Yes, that, you that, adapted to it. survive. Yeah. Um, and we were fortunate enough that events, weddings, etc. We, we moved forward, and uh, you know when it came to the grand reopening in 2021 around June. Um, as, soon as you can get more than like eight people to a wedding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was a few. We we were in the Shropshire Star at some point um, in December, I think, of twenty one, or um, and uh, a couple came to us about four days before they before they were hoping to get married, saying, "Can it be done?" And, and the lockdown was due to I think start on the fifth of December. Um, and they came to us, and three days later, we were hosting their wedding for thirty people, socially distanced in a big room. But it was their special day, and they loved
0: it. Amazing. And getting yeah, preparing for, you know, because I was chatting to Liam, and he's like, "You've done a lot of work here to make this place look as as good as it is. How has that been as a process?"
1: I, I think quite. It's quite a strange one for myself. Uh, I, I'm. I, you know, fortunate if I've spent the last 20 years growing up here. Uh, it's my it's been, It was my childhood home. Um, so still strange to see people walking around in their dressing gowns. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's a process that sort of took, yeah, even behind the scenes, before we even knew what we were doing. Uh, it was, it's happened over the last 10 years or so. And it's only in the last few years we really Dedicated the building to it, building to what we're doing now. But the reality is, this place was built in 1858 with this in mind—you know, with hosting people and events and uh, you know, it celebrations. Um, from the outside looking in is a
0: lot easier than from the inside looking out, right? Because I mean, like when you when you when you put a, a wedding venue together, you know the people want it perfect. They want it. They want those Instagram <laughs> shots. The, the the photography they want it to pop. And so, like you from looking from the inside out, with did you have to get people into? Just
1: look at it from somewhere a uh, perspective where yeah, they haven't lived here for 20 years. Does that make sense? I think that one of the things I say to most couples, most people I meet is I, I walk around the venue and tell you about it. Sometimes I'm the best person to speak, to speak to you about it, but sometimes I'm the worst because I don't necessarily appreciate some of the beautiful features or how lucky we are sometimes having run around these halls as a five-year-old.
2: Yeah, um, he doesn't come to work in the morning and go, wow. Whereas I still do, yeah, yeah. and Liam does, but you you don't. You look at it in a, in a different, much far different way than we do.
0: I think I was listening to one of Bert Kreischer's podcasts last night. um, uh, Two, two, two bears, one cave. Amazing podcast. And they were talking about like you know going from nothing to having a little bit of something, and then realizing we just live, right? It does. You get used to these these grand things that we have. So this is what I mean. So from the outside looking in, you're here. You see this every day, so you don't see how grand it is in some some respects. And you know we know it is, but like you know from the outside perspective, and then. Bringing in food is, is another thing as well, because food is one of the most critiqued uh, services in the world. I mean, like, people will go to food, they'll give it good reviews, bad reviews, they'll do the pictures. If it's terrible, they'll make an absolute massive noise about things. So uh, did that add a lot of pressure uh, for you to bring that in?
1: I think definitely. I knew we, we were opening up a whole new can of worms, as it were. We'd been doing accommodation for some time, but like you say, I think food was something... We didn't quite appreciate at the time, um, but we knew we were getting to something it was uncharted territory. And I say, even now, a few years down the line, we're, we're still learning things. We're still growing and, and totally open to change. But it's something that we were passionate about doing. And I think if you're passionate about doing it, go ahead, do it. And as, as long as you give it your all day in, day out, it's going to go the right way.
0: And a lot of food's flair and personality comes from the kitchen staff and the, yeah, the, the chefs. How 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 much of a task was it to find the right chef for the right job, or have you still found have you found it yet? Yeah, well, we'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: let you know when we find him. <laughs> um, it, it's it's it again definitely been a journey, um, but I think we've we've been really fortunate with where we ended up now. Yeah. yeah, fantastic team.
0: And of course, I'm hinting at Chris Burt here, who's sat opposite me. And I've spoke to you before. And, you know, I spoke to you about you know your past, Mitten and Mermaid*, and the things that you've done. Yeah, uh, the peach tree went this week. It's been saved.
2: Well, yeah, Finder. but it's not yeah. going to be the peach tree anymore. And it's a, that's but. such a
0: great venue. They've been really supportive of the peach tree, actually. I mean, yeah it sounds daft but they like and share they've liked and shared a few of my posts, <coughs> and sometimes that's all the support I need to know that they are them to know that I exist do you know what I yeah. mean um, but to, to come to a place like this how does, that, how does it compare I mean- it's
2: amazing I, I, like I said I still pinch myself when I come to work in the mornings and so does, so does Liam because you just look at this place and think wow you know? yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's unique, it's, it's special, and it changes my mindset the second I walk in there. I was gonna say, does it change yeah, the, the, it does. Way you, the way you it do does. things? Actually, if I'm honest, I think it puts you more, and this is important as a chef, it puts you more in tune with the seasons because there's 165 acres out there that I can look at every day, and you, you still feel inspired by it. Like This afternoon, for instance, we had some ladies in for lunch. They used to come to the men. They used to come to the peace tree. They wanted to chat to me. They so. came for the Crisper experience. Yeah. Anyway, but I showed the ladies round. They were just blown away. I took them down by the lakes. I took them over to Hope Edwards. Just walked them round the grounds, and they yeah. were they were just as amazed as I still am.
0: Yeah. You know. And uh, does that add flair to your food? Then does that mean like? Does I that... think so. Because you've think... got to. You've you you've been able to like. Design your own thing and go yeah. run with it, right? Yeah. I guess that's the kind of license that you've had of it all.
2: Yeah, for sure. And that's something that, you know, I've done for years and years and years and it never, ever gets old. I never get tired of it. You can always, always innovate, which, hence the reason I didn't stay at the mitten to work for brunning and Price because, you know... Yeah. The place where creativity goes to die. It's really important with
0: food with creativity. Yeah, you know, to, 100%. But, um, can it can it be so own Achilles heel in some way? In some, in some, you know when somebody says, here is a, a, a blank easel, yeah. paint me something. Sometimes you're like, oh my God, what am I going to paint? And you're thinking forever, what am I going to do? Can, can that affect you? How long did it take for you to come up with the, the concepts that you did? Not long.
2: Not no. long, because uh, I'm, Liam and I are quite similar as much as we... We both are inspired by the, some of the most innocuous things be it and, and but it all translates to food, so be it music, be it painting, be it some you know some evening that you had out somewhere you, you, you know it's just the little things that 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 inspire that inspire me. and certainly music is a big part and still inspires me, you know? yeah, yeah. I like the idea of food and music.
0: Yeah. It does, doesn't it? It's all about the atmosphere, right? Creating the right atmosphere. and Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to uh, create food for jazz as opposed to food for rock and roll, exactly. that would be taste completely different. Yeah, That's, exactly. It makes a lot of exactly. sense now you say it. Yeah. Um, has there been a little bit of trial and error with your menu and putting it together? How does not, that work? Not
2: overly. I-
1: I don't. I think I, don't think, I think. I think with any with anything new that you bring together, there's going to be certain things you you bring and, like you say, you innovate and it's some things work and are fantastic and exciting and other things you bring out and decide, right? I, I'm going to improve that. I'm going to change it. Yeah. You know, so you're constantly willing
2: to adapt and change. Yeah, and that and that's what it is. Yeah, you, you know, you know what might work in one venue, doesn't doesn't necessarily work in another venue and, and it's, it's really about weighing up the demograph of the customers that you've actually got coming through the door and the customers that we get here are very different to the ones from Mitten and Mermaid not, not massively different but hugely different from people that go to Shrewsbury Food Festival or, or at the Peachtree for instance yeah. um, I mean i was mean, chatting to Liam and I think it's,
0: I think it's a, a nice thing to say that for, here you can get uh, food from a, a different world Delivery from people just like you and me, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a nice experience to be able to come and get a, you know, a, a double rosette winning performance with food in, a, in an amazing estate like this by people that are grounded and down to earth.
2: Yeah, not, absolutely. You know. There's no delusions of grandeur here no, yeah. at all. And, and, uh, and I think that's good. Harry's great because he really, really is grounded. And, and, and that's, that's magical for us because he's a realist. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I think that makes it more universal for for people to come in and, and enjoy, yeah. enjoy it. You know, anybody can come here and enjoy this amazing food.
2: Yeah, and not feel intimidated.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was I was I interviewed a guy called Franco from Pueblo Artisan Foods. He's from Argentina, and he's um, he moved to Shrewsbury just by reading about a dark, about Charles Darwin. Found out that he's from <laughs> Shrewsbury, and was like, "That'll do. I want to move there." So with him and his British wife, they moved here and they started making. A traditional Argentinian food but I feel like it doesn't matter where you're from in the world food is a gatherer of people right? of it brings it is, people yeah. in and I, I, I was talking about you know quintessential quintessential British foods your bangers and mash and your, and your, your shepherd's pie and your, your things that are like just bring warmth when you come in you know cold night you come in what's better than a shepherd's pie and you know that just to yeah. add that warmth is, is there any of that traditional food incorporated into the food?
2: There are we do, we do have elements obviously you know it's a Sunday you're gonna have jam roly-poly you know yeah (laughs) you still do the best roast in Shropshire I I think definitely 100% I I think one of the important
1: things we've sat down and had discussions is that we want to take you know typical food and just elevate it um and And give it a twist uh, that's it it. rather than having something that you you read and you don't understand the menu and so it's not approachable you want to look at and go and, and Imagine what's going to come in front of you, and then when it does get there, you're 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 blown away. But it's even more than what you expected to be. It's, t- it's exceeded the expectation. That's it. It's a twist so, yeah. on something more traditional.
0: I think for me, uh, a guy who grew up in a council estate in Wrexham, um, <laughs> like I'm a guy that. I, I it Are might, you Welsh? No, I'm oh. not, which made it even worse. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, sorry about it, yes.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. They'd always be like, where's that English kid? Where is he? Grab him. <laughs> Let's beat him to death with a rugby ball. Um, <laughs> no, as a guy who grew up, you know, the way I did, sometimes, you know, you look at a menu and it's words you don't understand and it can be quite intimidating. But yeah. there's also an added um, a bit of adventure let's try something new, you know, and let's, let's what is this thing? I was, at, um, I've, I've recently found out um, because of, mainly because of Liam and, and Darren from Gin Different and <coughs> things we've been doing that I can handle really hot food. So now I can go to an Indian and be like, I'm going to try madras, I'm going to try a and, and now I know this and that's because I took that, that, that leap of faith in trying new things and I think that's really important to do. And you, yeah. would you encourage that from people that come
2: here? 100%. The easiest way to get them to eat something that let's say Liam or I want to cook is make it sound as simple as possible. Yeah. You don't have to tell them everything that's in it no. because that's going to be the wow factor. Like, like Harrison said, that's, that's where you exceed their expectations. Yeah, you know? And it is nice elevating classics to, yeah. to something new. Have you, know? you see, have, you you see, have
0: you seen examples of people that have come here and gone, oh my God, I didn't realise it was going to be that nice or you know, that I've tried? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah.
2: sure you do. Yeah, I mean, what I've been here five five months now. Liam's been yeah, here three just, months. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, we've we've seen that. I mean, it's been a, it's been it's been a great response. And um,
0: are you, as an Uber owner, are you happy with the response to yeah, food? Definitely. That I, wasn't a
1: criticism. Are you <laughs> are you happy? Are you? I mean, Now's your time. Say <laughs> it publicly. Do it. I think the most important thing is are the customers happy, and I think they speak to themselves. Um, yeah. yeah, Customer okay. is king. I, absolutely, and it's providing to them you. know, what they want, and like you say to an extent, taking them a little bit out of their comfort zone or exceeding expectations, um, sort of drawing them in and then giving them something even more and that they go away and they, they, they talk about and they, they can't forget. But I think it's a, it pays dividends that um, you know these, these guys here, Chris and Liam, they've, they've had for the most part, within reason for the most part, um, freedom with the menu um, and it's a, a very active specials board <coughs> etc so they really got they've got creative freedom to constantly keep the, keep the menu changing updating and um, innovating frequently yeah. yeah it must
0: feel horrible as i will get layman in a minute but like as a, as a chef if you had someone a bit overpowering and being like I want nibbles, or I want this, or I want that. I want steak. It's all got to be steak. Like it must be really horrible to be that constrained.
2: But the thing is, we it's so good to we have, have all those things. Yeah, but it's also got you've also got to stand apart from other restaurants. Yeah, yeah. And the only way you can do that is is just to carry on creating. It honestly, it's a, it, it's still it's still a fascinating process to me now my thought process, if I was to actually write down my thought process for a specific dish, you'd go, what? Is he crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's absolutely true, and he's exactly the same, you know? I mean, Liam, Liam's worked for me for about, I don't know, 17 years now? He's no? not
0: here at the moment. He's in the background listening. What, 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 yeah, what, 17 what's, what's the appeal?
2: Years. What, what do you see in him? I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I I tell you what after 17 years I'm still trying to find stop swearing you stop I'm joking (laughs) I'm I'm still trying to find out but yes it is it is important but those classics they are very very important as well because you know you've got people that want to come in and have fish and chips that want a steak or a pie but make it the best that you possibly can yeah yeah or make it unusual yeah that doesn't make it not appealing you know, you're just offering them a creative alternative.
0: And I guess with a venue like this, with so many opportunities to, to uh, wow people that want to come in and be catered in different ways. You can do that because obviously you've got two different kitchens and two yeah. different places. So if you, do, if you wanted to do a, uh, a Mexican night or you wanted to do this, that, and the other, you've got 2 work yeah. chefs. Yeah, yeah. And you can just mix it up just for one or two nights. You know? I mean,
2: that's, that's the great thing about here is the two kitchens because yeah. they couldn't be more different. Yeah, yeah however, the standard is the same, and that's great because that primarily down there for the wedding that is classics mm. you know it's not devoid of creativity but it but it is that's that's what people want for for a wedding yeah. unless they unless they specifically ask for something super over the top whereas here this this is the creative outlet, but equally this you know i I can't wait to see where we are in a year and a half's time. I really, yeah, yeah. I really can't because I, th- I think.
0: Well, you've got the rosettes now. That must help an awful lot.
2: Yeah, it? yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's cool not nice, cool. <laughs> It's, it's nice. It's nice to be to to have accolades, but that's not the be all and end all because the, because that will only appeal will only appeal to a certain amount of customers and a chef's ego. But the reality is, it's about the customers. Can
0: an ego fueled chef dwindle? Can it can it really affect a chef when they they are driven just by ego alone? Because um, you know we've, we've seen the movies and the, the cliche things you see in TV
2: shows. But that you? is cliche. I mean, <laughs> it is. Yeah, the, you, it you is. You know, the, you know, Stephen Green. But the, I am Chris Bert. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that doesn't that doesn't happen. No, they might have done in the past, yeah. but but that but that doesn't whatever, that but that doesn't that doesn't even come into it. Like I said, customer is king, and 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 if customers don't like your food you'll be the first one to know about
0: it. Yeah, and this is what I, I, I circle back to, is like food is critiqued an awful lot. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's McDonald's or the finest foodery or Beefy Boys or wherever you go. If, it's bad, if you get bad service, I think people are more quick to tell how bad it is and how good it is. Do you agree? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah?
2: But oh, well, it's a real effort to tell somebody how good somewhere it is. Yeah. You know? it is. Unless, <laughs> and, 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 unless we're all sat here having a conversation now and you remind me of somewhere I went and I say, oh, yeah, it was very good there. Mm. Yeah. Did I leave a TripAdvisor? No. Should I have done? Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I I can never get a gauge on how how many tickets we sell to things with the shoes of biscuit and 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 whether like people listening to show will go to come here and have food because they've heard this on the sh- on the shoes of biscuit and stuff. And you guys never get in touch with me to tell me, but I, I know that you go, you're listening because I see the figures, right? So if you do come here to try food. I'd like, to, I'd like to hear about it. You know, I want to know if you enjoyed it, whether it's good or whether it's bad, because I feel like it's important to know that. Absolutely. And as a chef, do you feel like um, the negative feedback is just as good as the, the positive? I think it's more
2: important. Yeah. I think it's more important. How can you
0: improve if you don't know? Yeah,
2: because as chefs, we always go with the intention of we are going to do the best that we possibly can. Otherwise, what's the point in being here? so you're already on the perspective of i know i didn't send crap out but food is the most subjective things food and art they're the most subjective and music they are the most subjective things
0: i was talking to carrie hughes the other day we were talking about what makes a good party and she was mentioning food i was like oh everybody talks about the spread don't they you know weddings and things like that. everybody talks about the spread oh they had a lovely spread didn't they you know it's the same with the food um what well, I've been, there, obviously, coming out of um, lockdown, I'll ask this, both of you, um, it was very much like nothing at all, stay at home, there's there's nothing going on in the world, don't worry about it, guys, just sit at home and watch Netflix, right? Tiger King's on, go and watch that, right? Um, but then all of a sudden, it was go, 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 go. Yeah. What were the biggest challenges for you, Harry? Because to, 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 it must have been really hard for you. To...
1: I think just <coughs> bringing the whole team back in and sort of hitting the ground running again. You know, we'd... We'd planned to open this place in, in the March because March and April are quieter and it was finding finding our feet and getting on with it. Instead, we ended up opening the doors in June. And suddenly the 50% of the nation, nation were still hiding indoors, but the other 50% were very much, they, they wanted out. They wanted to be right on top of you. They wanted um, to eat out to help out. I, th- yeah, we had, we, had, <laughs> we had that, which was <laughs> an interesting experience. Yeah, that was-
2: I'd describe that as like Vietnam. <laughs> If I'm really completely honest, it was it it was horrific i thought it it was good for the industry, don't get me wrong, but the but eat out to help out. I heard Austin. some horrendous
0: stuff about unnecessary complaints, and yeah, um, and he said, uh I think it's kind of considered misogyny now, but um a word to describe a woman that will complain over nothing Um, but like those kind of people that will come in and just just get a kick out of destroying someone over something little Um,
2: yeah I mean we I was at the Mint and Mermaid then yeah Um, as was Liam were you you there? no and we did eat out to help out and three of those days we did 500 Mm. that wasn't that wasn't pre-ordered that was coming in ordering off the menu. And it was just relentless. And it actually, I I think that is what's contributed to so many chefs leaving the industry. Um, People turned into monsters like during lockdown and just afterwards. And
0: this is what I mean, like challenges when it comes to, especially people that have been waiting 18 months to get married for
2: yeah, like, that's a different kettle of fish yeah, together, we, we, uh,
1: we had an we, we a, a, a absolutely lovely couple who have now married and gone and fantastic, still in touch <coughs> they've actually now even had their honeymoon with us Oh, wonderful um, But <coughs> they were due to get married on the 25th of March 2020 yeah. They were our first wedding to be cancelled They had booked two years prior to that date oh, They no. barely, you know, they'd planned ahead as it was and they didn't end up getting married until about three months ago now um, and so it ended up being a very, very long journey for them. And I know along the way, having got to know them very well over the time, there was moments where they, they were questioning whether they, they, should, they should go ahead and do it. Was this a sign to say, don't?
0: well actually uh, Phil I don't like you um, maybe because gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of that happened That how much of that actually happened F- F- probably F- quite is. a lot <laughs> yeah. being locked indoors for a, my wife uh, after a, you know quite a bit a while I remember I, I torn two ligaments in my ankle in the summer and I was just sat at home with my foot up on a chair with my wife just glaring at me like <laughs> just do something you're still here like you know she loves me and I love her but I get I, there's got to be a lot of that about um I feel like I feel like you. You know, I'm hearing more and more about what you guys are doing. Obviously, the, the Rosettes kind of added a, added a lot of uh, momentum for you guys. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to keep going back to that because I know I know you guys don't do it for the awards. You do it for the food and the service. But like when you when you win an accolade like that, surely it must bring
1: in more customers. It's nice to get the recognition. Yeah. That, yes, you know, you, yes. To have an independent body come and say you're doing a fantastic job. Uh, and I say that's not you know, the the rosettes et cetera, Isn't the the focus here? No, you know, the, yeah. no, the, the,
2: no, no. That's it, what I'm it, trying is, to get across. It, it, ju- it just isn't. It's a byproduct. Um, no,
1: I, and if if we're entirely honest, we were totally taken back um, when uh, the, we didn't know the inspection had taken place until the, the inspector <laughs> left. Is, is it like a set. secret
0: shopper type thing? Like uh, it's, it's literally, exactly like, and, and
1: they stay in the hotel as well. So the, so they they graded the hotel as well. Wow! So they, they stayed, eat, eat in the restaurant, stayed in the hotel, and the next morning they they sort of come to the reception desk and they whip out a card and say, I'm, "I am an inspector," as if the as, as if our I am an inspector
0: has an, any any <laughs> idea what's going
2: on. Um, Liam actually phoned me in the morning, going, "Is this guy for real? <laughs> is he is he a real inspector?" I ended up phoning the AA, yeah, didn't I, I yeah. just to check if this guy I phoned head office, and I said, "Oh, he's... um." <clears throat> it's such and such there. Oh no, he's out of the office today. Do you want his mobile number? I was like, right, I am going to call him. And uh, yeah, that's when we <laughs> he stood at reception. His phone's ringing. Like, hello, yep. hello. <laughs> and that's when we got. That's when we got the news. So yeah, it was great.
0: Oh, well, I'd love to do the bit of that you know, a bit of critiquing. I think everybody would, wouldn't they? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, I'd give everyone five stars. You would. You and you. I don't know. I think. I think like something. <laughs> but like this is the thing. It just takes one bad. Uh, somebody, somebody coming and said a bad day. I'm not saying that this would ha- that would happen in Nettlehill. I guess it happens everywhere. Of course it does. You know, and that's kind of like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> and then it just takes that one thing p- to you know snowball bad reviews and all those. It totally you know. it
1: totally depends on on the individual on how they approach a bad experience. The reality is that no matter where you go, sometimes, say like Chris says, it's very subjective. You might not enjoy something. Now, some people will take that experience and they'll speak to the business, speak to the enterprise and say, "This I didn't enjoy this for this reason or I, I'm not happy because of this. And then we can work with that person to fix it and move forward and remedy the situation. Yeah. Whereas there are those people who get a kick out of going online. Oh, out, they do, and then 100%. They're not looking for you know any remedial action they just want to
2: see the world burn gastronomical trolls i call them yeah, gastro trolls yeah. i
0: think there's going to be a change now though because i mean it sounds daft like but i think these things run downhill but we saw the news about James Corden and get him getting banned from that restaurant in New York. I mm. thought that was music to my ears. And opinion. the Beefy Boys. And Beefy Boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well done.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because that's, that's true justice, isn't it? You know, if yeah. you're going to go and you're going to be just completely disrespectful to the staff and unnecessarily too, then yeah. I feel like you need to just
2: resort. He so, soon so. apologised there, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but is it sincere? I'm no, really, not, really not, sorry. Not even slightly. No, no. It's just about being. It's just about being honest. If something is something hasn't worked out for you, you're not happy with it. It's about engaging in, in a conversation. And and I, I'm not. I don't. I'm, at least here, but I'm not aware of a business that wouldn't want to try and solve the problem. That, that's all we're trying to do is serve the customer, um, and you know, do a good job of it. And we're uh- there to you. Know, get past any issue that could have could arise absolutely and i feel like
0: i, I don't like confrontation i don't like <laughs> complaining about anything in fact i remember i was um so <laughs> for an example i don't i don't i will not like raise my voice to people or anything and i remember um we were in uh, in colombia my wife we went to to, to bogota and we went um it's fabulous isn't it monserrati we were yeah. up on the hill up yeah, on the mountain brilliant. and um there's uh, As you walk up, the, up towards the chapel, there's all these all these markets and there's people like trying to...
2: That is a strange market. You, do you yeah. know what? You're the only other person I know that's been to Bogotá to that same market. That it's, just, it's
0: unbelievable. And this, guy, yes. this guy's Amazing. following me and he's not grabbing me or anything, but he's going, sir, 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 sir. I don't know much uh, Spanish. And I turn around to him and I went, ¡Un momento, por favor! And I, I, I shout that in his face and my wife had to push me back. And she was like, it's fine, we don't want you business. But he was just like like yeah. you've got to get me to that point to be able to oh we need to talk about Colombia. yeah like, we do oh, yeah that'd be really good um <laughs> well um, i want to say thank you today uh, for letting me come and film we've we've made a vlog because i want to show you how beautiful this place is and how nice the staff is how great the food is um oh, congratulations on, on getting it up and running finally and i hope it you know it, you. It, it, it continues to to shine um Chris, what I want you to do is uh, why? Why should people come here for your food? I want you to tell listeners why should they come here specifically? Sell it to them.
2: Sell it to them. It That's to what them. I've been doing for the last thirty-five years. Um, I shouldn't have to sell it to them. No, the truth is,
0: because I am Chrisper. There we go. <laughs> um,
2: no, I th- I think genuinely people should come here. The food is excellent. The staff are excellent. The venue will blow them away. Yeah, absolutely blow them away. The minute they come up that front drive, they will be 100% blown away. Whether it whether it's summer, spring, autumn, winter, it always, always is. That beautiful. lobby,
0: that main lobby area, is it's just insane,
2: st- stunning, it's and insane. symmetry.
0: This place is full of symmetry. Yeah. I completely. I'm filming bits as I'm coming down the stairs, and everything lines up symmetrically, beautifully, yeah. and even the swimming pool. You know, there's the pillars that all meet up in the corners. I was just like, "What? What's going on?" I feel like I'm walking into a
2: Hitchcock movie. <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's but fun. that's why people should come. Mm. Yeah. You know, the quality of everything is there. We just want them to come and see for themselves how beautiful it is and and explore the gardens have a walk around the lakes have a walk in the woods and and just explore it's beautiful yeah yeah it's a, it's a good day out for the family come on a sunday lunch have a lovely sunday lunch and go and walk it off there's you plenty know.
0: of uh, acres out there to walk isn't there
1: the yeah house. there's there's six lakes on site two woodland areas is 165 acres totally open for <laughs> to the public to walk around um I say it's you know, and to elaborate on what Chris was saying on why to come here, it's it's the decades, the decades and decades of chef experience we have here, the more than century and a half of this building being here, it's it's the experience all coming together to hopefully create you know, culinary masterpieces, as, as 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 it were, the experience, an experience, here. yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what
0: I was gonna say. It's definitely an experience. Well, I know we're running short on time. I know Liam wants to get me out of here before you guys start serving at six o'clock. I mean, you know, I know you're doing a great job making me some food. Bless you. Uh, but um, I know you've got a separate social media account for the Clock Tower, haven't you? Uh, yes. At
2: Netley Hall. Um, that's on... So we've got Net- we've got Clock Tower, we've got Netley Hall, yeah. and Netley Hall Wedding.
0: That's yeah. it. Okay, so if people wanted to to. to To find out more about the clock tower specifically as a restaurant,
2: go to Facebook, put in the clock tower, and you'll see um, three or four posts a week. You know, you know, relating to various things that either myself or Liam are doing, or maybe something just as simple as. There you go, guys. There's a Sunday lunch menu. Here's some of the things that we do. And by the way, look how amazing this place is. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Chris. I know you've got work to do today. Um, And um, yeah, this has been fantastic. Wonderful. Thank you. Cheers. Pleasure. Thank you. Right, we're going to try something completely different now. We're going visual, audio, sensual. uh, Because I'm going to be... I've just had the most amazing steak with uh, truffle parmesan chips, um, which separately were uh, two separate sort of tastes but together like this explosion. And I'd never eaten truffle before. So now, uh,
3: Liam, what, what is this that we're eating? So now you've got the, what we on the menu is called a Luca Journey. So Luca is a chocolate brand that me and Chris have worked with for many of years. Um, and there's three different types of Luca chocolate there. So the Luca chocolate ring you've got, is a Macondo, which is 65% chocolate, the, the Rocher, um that you've got next to it there, uh, no the dark chocolate okay, there, is a 69% chocolate, and the little tart you've got is their white chocolate which is made with Pinela and so raw sugar, there's no actual added sugar to any of these.
0: Oh wow, okay.
3: Um, and underneath that is a little lemon curd. So. Best way to eat this then? Just dig in.
0: Just dig. <laughs> okay, so I'm cutting into the. Wow, that's thick. That's really thick. That's, that's thick, with two Caesar's. That thick. <laughs> that's that's Nicki Minaj thick. Yeah. Okay. And then it goes. Now I don't like eating on the podcast, but I feel like it's good to get the the reaction, and and Liam can sort of talk while I'm, my face is
3: exploding. <laughs> So the, that little co- con- concoction you've got there is the lemon curd and the 65% chocolate, milk chocolate. Oh, my God. What? Oh my God. So explain what's going on in your mouth now. So I tasted it. I tasted the
0: chocolate and then the lemon curd, and then the, the chocolate just sort of, like, exploded. It, it kind of... The taste went on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh my god, that was amazing! Well, I've never explored food like this. like in a, yeah. in a way that every single little bite is an experience.
3: Yeah. So the idea, the so when we plan our dishes, the idea really is each and individual ingredient stands its own, but when they're mixed together, it's. Uh, <clears throat> Full-on explosion in the mouth of all these different flavors that work. So lemon and raspberry always works. Raspberry and chocolate always works. Chocolate and lemon work, So put them all together, and you get the citrus acidic citrus from the acid, and that cutting through the fat in the chocolate, and the raspberry bringing another side to it, which is a bit sweeter and a new flavor as well.
0: So this is the white chocolate. I've got a bit of raspberry now. So let's try that. <laughs> See now that's weird. <laughs> in what way? In the weird, in the way that it almost feels savory. Yeah. Until it switches to it's quite sweet. Yeah. It's almost like you're eating chocolate that was found in the garden. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like forage chocolate. Forage chocolate. <laughs> look, Mama. Look what I found. It's a truffle. <laughs> right next to the lime tree. Yeah. <laughs> that was an, that was that was interesting because I did the the raspberry and the. Right, so now we're going for the. So it's
3: just that is now just a higher uh, percent chocolate, so it's a bit darker. So to do this,
0: I'm I'm going to put a bit of raspberry on that as well because um, the the acidity.
3: Oh, should we do lemon as well? We'll do that then, and then I want you to do all of it together.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Now, this chocolate I've just tried. Is like is this the same chocolate I tried in the kitchen? Yes. It's like it's like the chocolate they put around a a Christmas log. If you imagine, that's the kind of chocolate it is, and it's um. I'll try not to swear. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> it's, it's just the same. <coughs> A nice experience, right? So separately, they're all great. So now, Liam said, I've got to try all these together. So all of it together now. Nice. Okay, so a little bit of this. God, this this is really this is the Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj stick. Yeah chocolate I don't know if I'm allowed to say that it's probably
3: yeah it's fine
0: a bit of the white chocolate and a bit of the uh...
3: and just get a little bit of raspberry on there as well a little bit of raspberry and I'm gonna get close for the flavor in your mouth this time oh my god
0: so there you go there's the oh here we go this is quite a bit yeah um
3: <laughs> there's no elegance, don't worry So what should be going on now is a lot of subtle then big kicks of like the lemon, then a raspberry coming through, the chocolate coming through, then the pastry comes again, which is that savoury note you mentioned before. And then it just kicks back into chocolate and then it's all one big cement mixer inside your mouth right now.
0: That was amazing. That was amazing because, you know, <laughs> you're talking about the the acidity breakdown yeah. thing. I can almost feel that happening in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, That was like, the, what was going through my mind when I was eating that is like, you take the separate ingredients of a gateau, yeah, and you eat them separately. You're like, okay, it's a bit of... Bit Average, of yeah, nice, but... But okay. put them together and you get like all of it.
3: Exactly. So you, you've probably had chocolate before when you've been out and there hasn't been any sort of lemon or anything with it and it sort of gives that sticks to the roof of your mouth sort of and doesn't melt properly. Well, that's helped. the citrus helps with that, helps the saliva come out more, which actually helps with the melting of the chocolate. Wow! So it's more than just putting a chocolate on the on the plate. When we like, if you really think about stuff, um, and to be fair, that after your steak, you're probably going to need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um,
0: how much of the of this is you, and how much of it is Chris?
3: Uh, that's a mixed. Um, so that's actually a dish we've had on when we've worked together previously. My favourite is the Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Can you tell? Um, So the actual chocolate, two chocolates, darker chocolates, are my recipes. The tart with the white chocolate is, which is, so imagine, you know, like uh, what they call milky buttons. Mm -hmm. It's a larger version of that, and we get a blowtorch and burn the top of it, which is what that caramel almost looks like a brulee.
0: I was going to say, is it looks like a brulee.
3: Yeah, so that's what that is, and with a lemon curd... It shocked the... me that it was hard. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> what's going on in here? Yeah, yeah. so the, we, we sort of uh, brulee that, essentially. Let's just call it a brulee, because it'll be easier for
0: people it's, to understand. It makes the, the chocolate on top almost look like a fried egg. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't
3: it? I don't think a fried egg would have the same effect as chocolate, though.
0: No. <laughs> that is a very strange experience. I can't, I can't put my finger <laughs> on it.
3: But this is what we want as well. We don't want everything to be simple. And you, you got to have a bit of fun with it as well. The fact that you're not 100% sure on it, that's okay. You know, we're, we're not going to please everybody. No, no, I'm not saying that I'm not sure. No, no, about I'm not saying it. you dislike it. It's, it's more sh- of the... the, 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 the I suppose confusion is probably the wrong word, but that along those lines of unsureness of what uh, it, what's think, actually happening in your mouth right now. I think when you when you go to eat
0: chocolate or you go to eat cake, you know what it tastes like, right? Yeah. So you go, you put it in your mouth, and you go, mm, "That's cake." Mm, yeah. "That's chocolate." Whereas this, I'm going, "This is this." <laughs> and,
3: well, there's a little bit of that, and there was, the, and then and eventually you settle on.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, you, well, you take a while to... This
3: is what off-camera and audio We were saying um, when we were having that conversation before, is we want to get, and we'll go into it more depth after, after this, but we want to get more... We're not doing anything that the average pub doesn't do apart from doing it better. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, you know, you can go... You know, we are a big hall. We are an estate but we're serving that high-end gastro pub food, and that's what we want. We want people to come and go, I don't know why that is so much better, but it is.
0: That's by far my favourite. <laughs> I keep calling it Nicki Minaj because it's thick.
3: Well, I'm going to give you some to take home for Kaz and Timmy as well. Oh, bless you. Um They will love it. Yeah. They will love that. I probably wouldn't give it Timmy to too late. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you might be bouncing off the water. Yeah, I'm not taking that responsibility. <laughs> I'm not getting an angry message off Kaz for that. <laughs> well, thank
0: you so much for taking my taste buds on a journey today. Um, this steak was like, I've made steak before, my wife is great at making steak, but you, as an experienced chef, the way you made that is just phenomenal. And I'm going to doggy bag that. Butter. butter. Butter, 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 butter. Okay, a particular type of butter, or any butter, salted,
3: salted butter, yes.
0: any salted butter.
3: I don't bother with unsalted, to be fair. And
0: truffles, like that, always considered. I'm always considered as a as a, as a delicacy, like something you can't really just
3: grab. Uh, more and more now, you can. Yeah. Um, which is quite good. We're lucky. Five minutes up the road in Stapleton, uh, there's actually a truffle farmer, and he's we we grab late with him, and we go to him when we want stuff, and he's literally five minutes. We. I think from one of the rooms you can actually see where he is. Um, I can't remember which one it is because I'm not great with my sense of direction in this place. It's <laughs> so big. You walk around one corner, there's another place there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's literally five-minute drive from here. I
0: love it. I love that you, you can come here and have some, like... This is steak and chips, essentially. Like a said, gastropub...
3: It's steak and chips. That's all it is.
0: And you just throw a little spin on it. And you you learn, and you also have that satisfaction of it's steak and chips. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
3: That's right. I mean, we've got fish and chips on the menu.
0: Yeah.
3: We've got a a pot pie on the menu. But I can almost put money on, come and try it. It's probably going to be one of the best you've tried.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Lots of experiences going on right now. But this food... The steak you just see me eat and the, the, the put and the, the way it's all been put together, the grounds, um, the whole area. Uh, we went for a walk, you gave me the tour of of, of the whole um different um parts of I'm, 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 Honestly I'm really overwhelmed, but um it was uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. The the size of the place and so many different characteristics of, of this of this place as a whole is amazing. So you can come and have your food here. Yep. And then go for a nice walk. We'll walk it off, yeah. Walk it off in the ground. I,
3: I'm very fortunate to work here um, and have this as well, a playground, essentially.
0: That's what I was talking to Bert about, you know, uh, Bert. Mm. Probably kill me for calling him that, but um, is
3: celebrity chef Chris Bert?
0: Chris Bert, Bertie. <laughs> um, is that you get a you get a license to be adventurous, right? Yeah. has it ever gone wrong? for doing yeah. that have you ever gone like oh, well we um,
3: not necessarily here in the past I definitely have um, and there is you can be the greatest chef in the world you will start doing a dish that you think is going to be new and inventive and different but it's a, it could turn out and taste like crap yeah it doesn't matter how long you like you know chef. I put a little bit of this yeah a little bit of <clears throat> that in general a lot of my cooking especially which is i focus more on this the clock tower restaurant here um there isn't really much more than like four ingredients is probably tops okay um but they might be done four or five different ways
0: it's chemistry isn't it you guys are you guys are scientists you're they're, they're mad you. scientists yeah. mad scientists uh trying different things and you know when you go into the kitchen here i've got to explain to the audio listeners there's all these rows of Tupperware tubs that are labelled and in the right place. And this is Liam's prep. Yeah. And Chris's, I guess. Is that you And is it both of you?
3: Uh, it's a bit of both. Mainly it's... Oh, get your hands off me tubs. Yeah, pretty much. That <laughs> quite a lot. Um, but no, it, it's... Like I said, Chris does a lot of the, the bigger events and stuff like that here where as I, I'm more focused on the actual Clock Tower restaurant. Okay, uh, okay, that makes sense. Because um, realistically... I'm not that great at the function stuff. It doesn't really interest me that much. And Chris enjoys it. So we kind of just use our skill set in the right places.
0: Have you had a few naysayers come here and go, oh, yeah, all right, Pfft. truffle chips or whatever? And you come in and you see their face just explode like mine's just.
3: Well, just like... I haven't seen the end result of it, but yesterday, it's funny, I was sat in the lounge doing some paperwork and there was a couple behind me and they had the England game on. And uh, he's reading the menu, and we've got uh, a crayfish and smoked salmon uh, cocktail on. And all I heard was, well, oh, they're stupid. They, they, they've, uh, they've got a cocktail as a starter. It's just a drink, really, isn't it? And I was just like, oh, this is going to be a fun order. Um, and you get a couple of people like that that aren't... It's hard, because I don't want to sound horrible, but they're just not educated in it. You know what? I mean... And a cocktail's a dish from the sixties. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not prawn, it's a
0: prawn cocktail. Everybody yeah. knows what a prawn cocktail is. The only difference mm.
3: we've done is changed it from prawn to crayfish.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, <laughs> and this again, like uh, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. you put uh, you put truffle and parmesan on chips. This is you taking yeah. someone and just just upping it a little bit. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. Doing. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I bet he enjoyed it though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but he loved it. I, he, I don't know if he actually did order it in the end. I know they had steaks as their mains. yeah um and as far as i'm aware they were happy with everything um
0: you've not long i mean chris has been setting up here for a long time now um and you've not long come over uh yeah from um from beefy boys uh back to here with chris how satisfied are you since you come over a hundred times a hundred times over yeah i know you got a lot of respect for the beefy boys stuff oh
3: yeah hundred percent um And towards the end, I think it was more of they're going in one direction, which I wasn't suited for. So I I wasn't essentially happy with what they can do. I've got more of a creative and essentially... I'm a peacock, you got to let me fly. Yeah, in (laughs) the nicest way possible. I'm not a yes man, so to say. Like I'm quite hard to employ in that sort of sense. Um, because I'm just not I've got so many ideas and I know what I want
0: nobody puts baby in the corner
3: yeah like exactly that so but I get with the beefies that I, I went to work with them because I wanted to learn about the business and what they've done from back garden to they're now opening their third restaurant next year yeah. um, it's absolutely insane like I, I know just the, the, the turnover in numbers that they do yeah yeah is, is phenomenal
0: um, but we tried to book in there a few weeks ago, and they were like, uh, "We got nothing in." And I was like,
3: <laughs> "What?" <laughs> yeah, no. What about it, this day? No. <laughs> what about no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'll never not replace. Um, we left because I wasn't fitted for it anymore. You uh, got a bit of
0: experience in one of the best burger joints in the yeah. UK.
3: No. Yeah. Definitely. I did did a year <laughs>
0: there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I that's helped you for here in a weird way.
3: As in business wise, it definitely has, because I'm looking at more of. More than just the kitchen. So I'm looking at it as a business here now. Yeah. As if it was my own. And it, uh, what would I do mm. to get people through the doors? Mm. And, you know, stuff like outdoor cinemas, comedy nights. Yeah, you know. The sort of things you'd do with an estate. Yeah. I Realistically, I'm just a head chef. But because I've had that experience of helping the guys at beefies do... F- open their restaurant and seeing how they market it and and of course my own stuff as well when i was doing that it's kind of you kind of have a bit more respect for like business owners when they're employee because it's like it's hard yeah, of
0: course. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard um it's good that you got someone like harrison who's got who has got a lot of uh, respect for you and chris and, and yeah and he will give you the the space that you need to grow
3: yeah he's young and ambitious as well and you know he he's not the sort of guy who just wants it just to tick over he wants to be the best he wants to have this place packed which is exactly the same mentality me and Chris have got mm. like, i won't be happy until i'm nearly fully booked every night here and how's it going so far it's building up now. it's it's a really hard month really hard month in like it's, not just in this in in here like the, the trade itself and just, just living <laughs> in general it is hard in November October, October November time you've really got to watch what you spend in you haven't got as much going on because of the weather's changing people aren't exactly the happiest especially not in November because it's that in between oh, where it's yeah. it's not Halloween anymore so there's nothing going oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah in between, the, you know, between seasons yeah, yeah. we've had bonfire night that was a day okay Next big thing, oh, it's Christmas. So we're just left with cold, soggy grains.
0: I was um, I was at Drawn uh, at the weekend, and I was talking to, um, to Jazz from Happy Days Joy, She's amazing. And I, I was saying, like, I, I, I can't just jump into Christmas. I've got to slowly get there. Yeah. You know, I can't just be like, and it's Christmas. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. You know? I think it helps that you gradually see the decorations coming out and the things yeah, in the, yeah, in the adverts, like with the Christmas adverts on TV. They don't. I mean, I've only just been watching TV recently because of I'm a Celebrity and the football. Yeah, I don't usually watch it, but then they, I
3: noticed the, the gradualness of the TV adverts. The, the they subtle, weren't just like subtle things now, isn't there? Um, yeah. One in seven is uh, give it what a week. It's going to be the opposite way round. Yeah, yeah. The
0: little little bear and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, well, I want to say a huge thank you to you and Chris, to Harrison as well, and the staff here at Netley the Honestly... Uh, listeners, I've had a five, more than five star service. So I've been, I've had a, a guided tour around the building, I've got my own meal made for me. I got some great interviews. I, I literally, honestly, I can't thank you enough for today. Well, it's a pleasure, as always. You know, I, I love taking my mics and my cameras around to in, investigate an adventure, you know, have an adventure, and you've really given me that today.
3: Good, good. It's like I said, it's all about the experience here from the moment you walk in to the moment you walk out, whether that's food, drinks, or just coming for a walk. So we just want it to be... So can
0: people just park up here and go for a walk yeah. if they want to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it is beautiful, by the way. And if you're wondering where this is, um, it's, it's just uh, past Baston Hill. So yeah. That's, that's it. Like, so keep on that road.
3: <laughs> keep going. It's from town centre. I think it's eight miles. Yeah, so it's not far. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes drive from town centre. Um, it's not down the beaten track, it's about an eighth down the beaten track. Yeah, it, it's just before you go, oh, it's just quite far out. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, because, you know, we're starting here when Chris said, look, come up and see us. I was like, oh, travel and stuff like that. It could be a bit of, yeah, yeah. Bit of a pain. And then I saw, like, I, was, I was meant to meet him at like two. So I, saw, I set off about 20 past one, because I don't, I feel like I've seen this place when I used to drive to Hereford for BP, <laughs> And I imagined it a lot further than it was. And I got here within 15 minutes.
0: And I was like, oh. Just past the turn into Condover. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I was just like, oh, okay. Uh,
0: that's closer than." Well, I, oh. I put the sat-nav on because I thought, uh, just in case. You know, I was put the sat-nav on yeah, just yeah. in case. Because I did look before. I was like, I was just past I Hill. I, know where, I know, yeah. we only know which road it's on. And I put in the sat-nav and it went, because I was running late. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so late. It's 22. Oh, my God, I'm going to be late. <laughs> and it went 10 minutes. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe yeah. it's not so bad then. I only got you here on time
3: so, no uh, no it's uh, there's another thing you need to shout about is this place is how close it actually is to the Titan yeah, center yeah
0: yeah um, I, I, you have been working hard on, on making uh, some great content for TikTok I have and it's I love it because it's you yeah it's just you and, and like I know it's, it's more R-rated material but I like that I feel like a chef a TV chef's do what they do perfectly in the way that they make it palatable for everybody, right? Yeah. But you're making stuff for people. Who appreciate chefs for being chefs, right? Uh, I mean, to it's be fair, no nonsense.
3: Yeah, it's more of I want it to feel as if you're in a relationship, so you've got one good cook and one crap one. That good cook showing the crap cook talk, they ain't gonna do it perfectly, are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I almost want to be that good cook in that scenario. So all the videos that I'm posting. Are me like I said, you watched a recent one which was a restaurant style, so i are doing a little bit of a series of restaurant style foods. Um, there is a bit in there that I used crushed peas with butter and onions and a little bit of uh mint through it. Um, but I say in the video, use what you use mushy peas, use normal peas, don't use peas, I don't really care. Like, it's up to you, you're the ones eating it, not yeah. me. I'm yeah. doing this because. This is what goes best with it. But if you
0: well, don't I, love want fact, it... I love that. I love that no nonsense stuff, though. I love it. I think yeah. it's great. I think you need more of that. Actually, yeah. I well, feel like
3: it's going to be more. Um, it's, but it's. It's the main focus of it. To be fair, is to be approachable in the way of people can watch it. They can't watch it with their kids. Well, they can. I mean, my daughters are there recording it with me. To be fair. Um, if, what's, that, what's that Metalhead's
0: name from Australia? Does the um, the long uh, hair and the tattoos?
3: Nat Cooks or something
0: Nat like Cooks, that. Nat yeah. Cooks, I love him. He, I,
3: when he first started, it was in lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first saw all stuff like that, I was like, yeah. He's, just like,
0: he's like, oh, you need a cup of flour. He goes, you don't need to measure, mate. Just <laughs> a cup of flour, whatever. You just put it yeah, in, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You don't need to be mess about with it. And he, he, I love how he... Um, he <laughs> he hates microwaves. He calls them <laughs> a very funny... Tucker, and the next thing he with, uh, rhymes with Tucker. Yeah. Tucker. And uh, he will show you how horrible these microwave meals look, <laughs> and then he'll, he'll show you how to cook them from basic. Yeah, from fresh.
3: which is kind of what I'm going to go down the lines of. Like, There's going to be a couple <coughs> more series of... There's going to be a Home Comforts from Around the World series. Yeah. Um, so that is stuff from haggis, neeps and tatties, to uh, lasagna, carbonara or something like that, to, you know, cottage pie. So they're not all going to be this restaurant food. It is going to be very achievable. Are you on Instagram looking for influence, uh,
0: like, you know, saving videos?
3: I I spend way too much time now flicking through TikTok and And Instagram, Instagram, looking at how everybody else does it. And the only thing that... I don't know, it might come with time or it might be that I have to make that move to get more but it's all too clinical they're Mm. all the same they're all that hi, welcome to my page this is what we're going to do this is how you do it grab one cup or they try and put a sexy M&S advert's voice on and it's not Raw, not but I love you've done that, but in your own way, I love that. Yeah,
0: it, it, but it's still, like, me. Mm, yeah, that's a sexy and an fans model.
3: Yeah, I love that. I know, I know it's common misogyny, but for what it is, people, but then don't... you say it's sexy as an OnlyFans model, the misogyny, but it's male and female on it. Yeah, so whoever's yeah, yeah, yeah. watching it, yeah. they could be looking at that bloke on there, they could be looking at that woman on there, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. But I love that though, I love Whatever that it goes you find there. sexy, it's what that's meant to represent, yeah, yeah. Um, and there is no There is no end goal with it. There is no goal with it, really. Just apart from... It's a nice little hobby for me.
0: I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a... You know, I could just set up my microphones and stuff up here. But I'm going to record myself on my phone doing it. And then I'm going to... So
3: what you need to do is you just need
0: to screw on the microphone stand.
3: See, that could go on only.
0: Slide the microphone (laughs) into the stand. Take that really long microphone cable... You know, uh, you
3: know you and then that's a biscuit, a Shrewsbury biscuit podcast, not an MS one. Yeah, there we go.
0: <laughs> it's, it's called Only Pans.
3: Yes, it is Only Pans. Uh, I think the handles are actually Only Pans, Only underscore Pans 12.
0: Yeah. Um, There's a lots of things called Only Pans.
3: No. So 12 is the year my daughter was born. Oh, okay. So that's cool. When I had feasts and janchi and stuff like that. The actual official names of them was Feast 12 and stuff like Ah, that, and it's just that little... My whole thing is about making a legacy for my daughter with whatever I do. Okay. So whether, say this, uh, social media pops off and I make a living from that, that's how it is. Be great. If not, my restaurants that I will open, they'll have a nod to her. But I feel like
0: you are making a... regardless of all that, with the food, the recipes excuse me in the experience (laughs) Uh, you have got a legacy Um, are you teaching your daughter to cook? are you going to?
3: we do do bits she's at that really awkward stage where she doesn't like everything at the moment really doesn't like a lot about seven year old is exactly the same Um, so up until the other day I got some beautiful I don't know if you saw it on my social media the beautiful uh, strip loin that I cook for Sunday dinner Um, I'm going to do a video on that actually of like a breakdown of your Sunday dinner, individual bits. So, like, each video will be focused on your roast potatoes, it'll be on your beef, it'll be on your gravy and stuff like that. Still nibbling at this food, by the way. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she, she's never had beef. She likes burgers, but I could never get her to have beef. So I managed to, I, had, I, I got gifted some truffle oil, actually. And I cooked the beef in the truffle oil. And she came come from the living room and she's like, Daddy, what's that? I was like, "Well, Jane," she's like, "That smell." I was like, "Oh, it's the beef." She was like, "No, it smells like that butter we got from that man." And I was like, "I forgot she'd been in Ludlow when I met Mike from Truffles, and we had this truffle butter, which he actually she loved it on just toast. To be fair, Um, very expensive taste for a (laughs) ten-year-old. Where's the caviar, Dad? Where's the caviar? Yeah, Um, I can't wait for those days. Um, (laughs) But I said, "Oh, yeah, it's an oil version, and I've just cooked the beef in it." and I was like just try a little bit and I cut her a little bit off this, this joint of beef and she just nailed it and she loved it so at the time I was cooking for me my mum and my daughter and me and my mum were having beef and I would always cook her chicken because she just won't have anything else um, but yeah and then she had this and I was like ah, okay well next time I'll do you a beef she was like can I have some of my chicken and I was like yeah yes you can <laughs> and it was like quite a, quite a little proud sort of like Oh, wow, she's she's trying more stuff. Um, she hates vegetables, but she's promised when I do the Christmas Day dinner, she will try some. Yeah. She hasn't I think said the, hard,
0: the worst thing to do for a parrot is be like, well,
3: we'll start off with sprouts then. you yeah, know, no, you're like, no, oh, I'm don't I'm do that. I'm not a fan <laughs> of sprouts. No, 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 <laughs> so no, no it's, me, neither, me neither. So it's, there's only a few ways which I will be doing videos on Christmas dinner stuff as well. Yeah. Um, where you, again, this is why butter is key, you fry them off raw so chop them off really fine fry them off raw with smoked bacon walnuts and butter they're not too bad then yeah because they got they got flavour on them they it. got other shit with yeah, yeah. Them. <laughs> and that's it. but yeah, yeah boiled sprites I mean nah uh, yeah. nah I, 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 I am planning this year though to do a little prank.
0: don't give me sprouts people I don't like them um, but um, I've tried I've tried I've tried
3: yeah i a little prank this year on my daughter um, luckily she, I don't think she'll listen to this without me there so I can skip this bit but I'm going to get some sprites and dip them in chocolate and put them along with the chocolate that I normally make. Okay. And just I've seen, I've seen, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do that to my door, uh, just to see whether I can... get some little ones out of Lindor straight. aside. yeah, no, that's what I'll be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll peel them back for them. I'll go through the effort.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got wrap them in a
3: Lindor wrapper as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean that's probably. I suppose I'll have to eat some lin. So you, you got to do this. You got to commit, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. But yeah, I just I just want to annoy her really because we're at that we're really at that cool stage now where we do these little pranks on each other yeah, yeah. and that and it's it's really cool. We've got a good relationship. She helps with the filming for the only pans and um, um, there's there's the bit where so the bit where you actually see the fish and actually actually cooking is actually her holding the cameras and stuff like that. Um, I wasn't going to get her involved with it at first because it's. It's just, you know, she comes to me. I've only got her two days a week, and I don't want like it's almost like work for her. But she was actually really keen. She's yeah, yeah. got her, um, the guys from Risden actually got her, her own apron. Oh, nice. Um, so she, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna get my Risden apron on, I'm gonna help you record. I was like, App Saint would do it, <laughs> and uh, there, there, there probably will be, she will be featuring in some of the videos as well, where we do a bit more child friendly cooking. Um, yeah. But then there's lots to yeah, I
0: mean, in. that's a good thing though. How do you trust, uh, you know, a child with an, a, a sharp knife? Like, how do you do that? You know, there is a way to teach there, children. There
3: is a way of doing it, um, yeah, it but also you've got to take that fear of it's your child out of it. So yeah. when I train chefs, if they cut themselves, I don't care. They cut themselves; it's part of being a job. <laughs> and <laughs> it's harder when they're your little baby. Like So, when I first got her doing it, I was giving her a knife. I was like, oh, no, okay. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to teach you like I teach chefs because it works. And she did cut herself. She cried. And I was like, did she get a plaster? Was like, okay. And then she got back to cutting. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So there's kind of don't worry too much. Yeah. In In the same as that whole parenting as well, isn't it? If you worry too much, you're going to put yourself through hell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, today's been fantastic, and listeners, I, I encourage you to come and give Netley Hall a chance. Um, yeah. um, the food I've just tasted blew my mind—absolutely blew my mind—and I'm sure it will you too. Um, so please give them a support on on social media. There is the there was the Clock Tower Restaurant at Netley Hall. There is the Netley Hall Facebook page, and there is also Netley Hall Weddings. weddings. Um, give all them a like; it just really helps just to boost them up a bit. But um, thank you again to, to to Liam for for being so amazing today. Chris for making a cameo, uh, the world famous Chris Burt, you know,
3: celebrity chef, celebrity chef, chef yeah. only celebrity chef.
0: Great guy, great guy, and uh, and to Harrison as well. Sorry, forget, for, I did not forget his name. What happened? <laughs> he did. I'm going to leave it in as a funny. I'll put some circus music because I might be. I don't know. <laughs> We're sat in front of a fire and I've hit record. And you know that moment where you suddenly realise it's really hot and you panic. that's kind of what happened and it kind of threw everything out of existence so uh, thank you so much for for understanding right okay guys before we get out of here I'm gonna put this in now because you just have to put it in post. But um, we're building a brand new website with Web Orchard, state of the art website. Um, it's gonna be. It looks amazing. Uh, they showed me an example, almost like a template of what my podcast could look like in a meeting, and I nearly cried. It looks amazing. So if you need a website, please make sure you check out Web Orchard. They're um, they're on Coton Hill. They're local and they do amazing stuff. Um, so yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this uh, rather special. Edition of the Shrewsbury biscuit, and we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao, peace out.